Hey, what's up, Gut Check Podcast listeners? This is Ted Cluck, co-host of the Gut Check Podcast and co-owner of Gut Check Press, publishing tycoon. Uh, I'm coming to you with a brief message about a new book from Gut Check Press that we are so happy about and that personally I'm so happy about. The book is called The Dog Lives. Uh, it's the third book in the Flex series. Um, so if you've read the other two Flex books, graphic novels, uh, Theater Kid and Mediocre Jock, this is the book that I've always wanted to write in my career, a book for kids where the dog lives and where uh, the reader never has to worry about it. So Flex 3, The Dog Lives, um, is about a cat named the dog. The cat gets away, but the cat lives. But Flex learns a whole lot about his family, about his friends, about the Lord. Uh, he learns all those things in the process, and it's just a fun time. It's full of humor and great illustrations from the great Megan Barada, former gut check artist in residence turned uh, gut check illustrator. Um, delighted with the pictures. They're timeless. They're beautiful. And the book is full of gut check inside jokes, which you've come to know and love. Now, I'm joined in studio today by uh, my good friend and also my son, Maxim Cluck, who's a kid who's read Flex 3, The Dog Lives. Mazzy, what was your favorite part of the book? Mm. I'm really not sure, actually. Um, I think uh, the part where the cat's coming down from the lightning. You like that? You like the picture of the cat coming down from the lightning where, uh, where the cat falls like a thunderbolt. I like that part, too. Um, Maxim, thanks for joining us. Folks, you can run, don't walk, to a little online retailer that we've partnered with called Amazon.com. It's a little try-hard website. Uh, run to Amazon, type in my name, Ted Cluck, type in Megan's name. Or just type in Flex 3, The Dog Lives, and grab a few copies. Grab some copies for the kid in your life. They will love it. I loved writing it. Enjoy the podcast. And now, brought to you by Luquano Coffee Roasters, www.luquanocoffee.com. Coming to you live, and by that we mean recorded in advance, from the Nakatomi Cigar Room in the capital city of a boxing glove-shaped state, it's the Gut Check Podcast, with your hosts, Ted Cluck and Zach Bartles. Hey, welcome to the Gut Check Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always, in studio. What are you laughing about? She's not laughing, she's yawning, and Aaron oh. is pointing and laughing. Joined, as always, in studio by my good friend, my partner in radio, my partner in business, Zachary Bartles, and our wives, one of whom is about to go to sleep, probably. But uh, we are here doing our third episode of the day, baby. It's the evening. We've just had a lavish Indian meal. Dude, we ate like Rajas. Yeah, we ate at Sindhu in East Lansing. Shout out Sindhu. No free shout outs. But uh, amazing meal, amazing service. Um, we're smoking a couple of evening Monte Cristos here, like gentlemen, uh, just loving life, Zach. Ted, you're wearing the, the cap. You're looking good. Yeah. We're in the fedora. You're you guys gave me, it. you gave me some nice words of affirmation about it and it made me feel good. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed it. Buddy, we decided that, uh, that hat is wearing you mm. would have been pejorative, Yeah, but you're wearing the hell out of that hat. Hmm. Is actually a high compliment. Very good. I'll we, take we it. We landed on that. I'll take it. I'll take it um, all day long. So thank you, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now um, we ate probably enough food for 
any six people. Six to eight people. There yeah. were four of us. Yeah, there were. Uh, and as always, we chummed our kids mm-hmm. with uh, Little, Little Caesars. Caesar's Dirt Pizza. Yeah. They were happy as clams. We were happy to be out on the town. Dude, you know what makes me happy? This is a this is a part of the little rhythms of our life together. Us making that little drive out of your neighborhood. <laughs> we go barely a stone's throw. We make a left into the into the the pizza place. We sit in the drive through. We always have a nice chat. Little chat. It's a good time for us. Yeah. Um, wait. This time we wait. I don't know eight to nine minutes for anyone to come to the drive through right. window at all. Dude, I love how as again as society circles the drain, like customer service is sort of optional at a certain kind of place. You know what I mean? And you go to that kind of place. You go to that kind of place, and there's a sense of like maybe we'll get a product here, but the product is so cheap, like Little Caesars Pizza, that if you don't get it, or if you get it and there's like six bites taken out of it, or there's only they only give you four pieces, you're just kind of like eh. Sure. You know, that's part of the deal. You know, it's... it's. Uh, taken out of it. I mean, really, like, the product is so cheap. So if the lady had never come to the window, I would have been like, you know, we got a nice drive together. It was a nice time. <laughs> and uh, it's a bonus that we got the pizzas that we actually went for. Um, but yeah, then we then we went out, as we often do, on Gut Checks Nickel. Um, this is a lucrative company. and we, Legitimate company. It's a legitimate company. Legitimately lucrative lucratively legitimate that'll be the title of our annual report circa 2022-23 fiscal you will only read it though yeah if you are a board member that's right these are closed meetings because it's not a publicly traded company and zachary how are you becoming a board member i'm i'm prompting the way to do that would be to get yourself to patreon.com slash gutcheckpress a thing that we always mocked (laughs) and are now doing and are now embracing and uh, go ahead and sign up as a board member of some degree, some level. There'll be levels. Yeah. By the time you hear this, there'll be levels. Absolutely. There are levels in our mind right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're, uh, high levels. You we're know, operating at high levels. You know why, mind. philosophically, I'm embracing Patreon at this stage of my career? Why is that? I've, I've gone the sellout route. I've been a radio sellout for the last six months with a, with a large media conglomerate. It's been a terrible experience. And I want to go back to our radio roots, Zach. I want to. I want to get pure. I want to do pure, wholesome Patreon radio with you. And um, I can't. I for one can't wait. I'm excited. No ads. None of that nonsense. None of that Michigas. Um, we're just doing radio. <laughs> I mean, there will be ads from Aquana Coffee, but well, of course, yeah. And uh, oh, hey, we thought of some more things over uh, when we were eating like Rajas. We mm. thought of uh, some additional perks. Yeah. One being that you can access Ted's <laughs> audiobook, Facing Tyson. The only book I've ever enjoyed recording. Yeah, oh, man, that was a lot of fun. Wasn't that fun? We set up, we built a studio in my basement. In 2010, we did this. Gosh, that was fun. We and were just kids. We were. Yeah. We were fresh faced. Radio kids. <laughs> little, little Rajitas, uh-huh, if you will. Yeah, that's I, might be, right. I might be mixing languages. <laughs> uh, and then uh, also, we were just talking now about possibly. Pulling out uh, a book you wrote about your year of listening to only Christian music. Yeah. A book that was too hot for Christian publishing. Sizzling hot. They wanted you to go back, rewrite it such that it was a skeptic to fan journey. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't do it because you weren't a sellout. Well. Yet. Yeah. Not yet. Would you have done it today? You know, (laughs) that's, it's actually, it's a really intriguing question. I don't think so because. I don't either, man. 
I've always hung my hat on like good or bad, right or wrong. And being, it's a great hat. Yeah, I've always hung my fedora that I'm pulling off on being like honest on the page. You know what I mean? And yeah. I think if I'd ever started being not honest on the page, I I already have a very low view of our industry. And and to have a lower view of it and a lower view of myself, it would have been too sad. So uh, I don't think I would. Now, another thing that we thought about doing, mm-hmm. and it would this would overlap a bit with the Patreon situation, mm-hmm. was a launch party mm-hmm. for Flex 3, The Dog Lives, and by the dog, I mean the cat. Yeah. Which, did you say on the air or just over dinner that it was your favorite thing you've written? I said that over dinner, but it is my favorite thing I've ever written. It it's is wholesome. great. It's it very tender. It is so good. Yeah, yeah. Very tender, uh, very personal. I, I love the book, and so the book's coming out in the fall, and the last time we did a big gut check release for me, it was the essay collection, right? It was a yeah. hard thing on a beautiful day. Uh, my school, Union University, threw a big uh, soiree at the library. I think we can get the same kind of red carpet treatment for Flex 3. We can get a lot of friends and people together, and we could have a little VIP event for patrons. After party for patrons. Yeah. Maybe in the Arnold Cluck Smoke Lounge, depending like on it. how many people are involved. I do. I like it. We'd like to get yeah. uh, Mr. and Mrs. Barada to, to maybe take mm-hmm. a trip uh, t- uh, Tennessee ways. Tennessee ways. Uh, there's lots to see and do there. Yep. And then maybe uh, we can figure out how to get uh, the illustrator also at this event. You guys signing books, you know, and I think it sounds like an awful lot of fun. It does. We're going to set it up. We're going to do it because we've always run our company that way. Yeah. Um, we are men of action. And we also are, are men who don't really care what people want to buy or read. Yes. Which is why sometimes <laughs> no one buys sometimes. what we write. Yeah, that that's true. I mean, to put a fine point on it, you're not wrong. Now, when it, when it comes to gut check, though, mm-hmm. I would rather write what we want to write and not have as many people buy it. Yeah. Then figure out what people want to read and have more people buy it. I'm in, I'm in the mood to wax nostalgic Ooh. a little bit. And that was, that was always the impetus behind this company, wasn't it? Yeah. We were, we were traditional publishing men flogging away in the industry for years. And we started this company because we wanted to do our own thing. We wanted to do things the way we wanted to do it. All the way back to the man pants days. All the way back to the man pants <laughs> days. <laughs> Yeah, some good meetings. Man Pants Press. Man Pants Press. That's it was already right. taken, though. Yeah. Nadia Bolts Weber's. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Um, you can't leave that in, but I'm going to. Is she still a thing? Oh, yeah. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. She's like, every tweet has an F-bomb or something. I think mm, that's that's shocking. She, she's got to shock more every day. Yeah. In fact, I thought that I noticed uh, her name when I when I looked at the ticker tape on the. Uh, you guys noticed that that room in the basement off of our. Uh, den there yeah. is completely filled with the randomizer now. Yeah, and I checked the ticker on that earlier, and it mm. looked like a lot of them were Nadia Bolz Weber's tweets. So. Mm. The randomizer has its its proverbial mechanical finger on the pulse of <laughs> all kinds of whack jobs out there on the internet, and uh, <laughs> <Hey>. yeah, <laughs> me me me, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, that's great. I can't wait to uh, to launch Flex 3, to do it in Jackson, and uh, to keep doing what we've always done with this company, which is exactly what we want. Um, we don't pander. We don't sell out. Um, it's it's just us, you, me, and the Gut Check Army, baby. That's all, all we have, all we need. 
and this goldfish. Yeah, we took right. the goldfish. When we, who's coming with me? When we left yeah. Thomas Nelson. That's right. And made that big speech. It was and said, a dramatic who's with scene. Us? Yeah, that's right. It was you, me, and then we, we stole that goldfish. That's right. Absolutely. And we rode, we rode in the elevator together and uh, stared forward, didn't there, say a word. There was another there was another guy in the elevator doing sign language to his business partner, <laughs> and you said to me, "What what does that mean?" And I and I said, "What do you think you said?" Huh? Yeah, 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 exactly. And I said, um, "I have a sister. I have a, I have a yeah right." <laughs> Who's hearing impaired? Who's hearing impaired? And you, not the sister you see in the movie, though. That's right. I have a different sister you've never heard of. I have another. I have a larger family than what you see in the movie. <laughs> and I said he's saying to his business partner, "You complete me." And then, I tucked that away for use later. <laughs> exactly. And here we are, lo, these many years later. I feel like your wife doesn't find us that funny right now. I feel that way too. <laughs> Let me let's ask her, is that true? Because I think that thing we just did where we <laughs> I think the thing where we kind of co-opted Jerry Maguire to make a point about our company and our relationship was very funny. I feel like we're kind of sluggish with goat meat right we're now. We're sluggish buddy. with goat meat and non. Oh man. Because we're radio men and broadcasters, we push through. Yeah. Heck yeah, we push yeah. through. Absolutely. I haven't talked through any burps yet. It's beautiful. You're doing great over there. I feel I feel like I'm doing pretty good over here. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm I'm kind of like the money, right? Kind of like, like the bomb. The bomb. The bunny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we're 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 failing to entertain KK right now, and this troubles me as her husband, and also just as a radio man. Um, you know what? I I don't like certain people. Certain people don't like me. I too might be sluggish. Yeah. Oh, you're saying you'd be you'd be laughing. If I wasn't so weighed down. Yeah, okay. In a way, she's more engaged with this episode in as much as she is awake. Yeah. We should have, like, absolutely stuffed her full of, like, lamb and spices earlier. Earlier, yeah, earlier in the day. Oh, very true. This is a weird question, but I want to ask it in the context of what we thought we saw in in the restaurant. And, like... You're a pastor, you have to perform funerals and we all have families and stuff. But like have you ever seen like a like a dead guy just like out in the wild? You know what I mean? Like yeah. moving about in your day-to-day life? Yeah. yeah, you and I saw a dead guy outside of the zoo that one day. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, there was a guy and we were like, "Oh my gosh, is he alive?" And we were looking at him for a second. Trying to decide what to do, and EMTs came and tried to revive him and failed. This was wow. Yeah. When was this? I don't know. It was when Calvin was a little boy, and we had to quickly spirit him away. It yeah. really wrecked my mood. I'll tell you that. I mean, it I probably it was worse on his family and stuff. Sure. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was very sad. So I saw my first dead guy, <laughs> kind of out in the wild. <laughs> it was in Paris. It Everyone was the first their night. First time. Yeah. Yeah. It was well. It was, oh, apparently. It was the first night that we got to Paris. This was like a decade ago now. And we were at the tail end of our France experience. And we had like two, three nights in Paris. And we'd just gotten into the city and everybody was tired. So I got the kids and KK kind of squared away in the Airbnb. And I was like, I'm going to go get food. And I was walking around the block. And you know how in Paris they, they zoom around on their scooters, right? There's guys that like are zooming in and out of traffic, forever zooming. And one of these guys got hit and he died and he was just laying in the middle and they covered him with like a, a sheet. 
And then the authorities came. But you saw him before he was all covered up? I did, yeah. I saw I saw the covering happen. Oh, man. And it would similar to your experience, it really killed the mood of the night. It was a, it was a real downer. Um, so that was a little bit inconsiderate of that guy to kill the mood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah in a sense, yes. Like, you know, it was my first night in Paris. Yeah, it's supposed to be it's the city of lights. Yeah. Um, city of death. So, well, in that case, so tonight you pointed out a guy and you said, look at that awesome old guy. He looks so cool. He had a white beard. Yeah, he had like he, a straw hat on. Yeah, and he had like a like a like a straw like jungle hat. Like he was gonna go have an adventure. You yeah, know? yeah. Like he'd and been like having a, adventures for he'd been many having decades, like, yeah. like a Patagonia jacket or whatever. And he looked really cool. We were both kind of intrigued by him. And then at the end of the meal, and we were like, "Yeah, that guy. Look how alive that guy is. Look how alive he is. So, <laughs> yes, look how alive he is." And then not twenty minutes later, and, the, and this is the thing, you you <laughs> said, "Look over there again." And we looked over, and he looked like he was dead. Yes, he was. He was, he was sort of slumped eyes against the open, wall. But eyes not open, fixed on anything. Not fixed on anything. <laughs> His, mouth was a open. His face yes. was fixed in like a, a, a rictus of death. You know, <laughs> a rictus of death. <clears throat> Good and, grief! And we and, our, and, and the waitress came over and covered him over with yeah, like a sheet. A sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. Nap- a series of napkins. Yeah. She had to unfold them first. You know, it was a bit of a deal. But um, but it, ga- it gave pause to like our uproarious dinner because yeah. we were laughing and talking as we did. And then we were like, oh, no, that's not Yeah, good. we were like, oh, no. Wow. Like the journey that we went on with this guy thinking he was cool. And then, the and then thinking, well, you're not cool if you're dead. The I mean- thing is that like he was with someone. Yeah, who didn't seem to notice. Wife, yeah. Who didn't seem to notice at all. <laughs> She's like, oh, he dies all the time. Yeah, Don't or she seemed nonplussed by it at, at <laughs> the very <laughs> least. The leftovers and the loop. yeah, like she's. Uh, I guess yeah. you're not going to eat that if you're. Yeah, not yeah. <laughs> I guess I get the tiki masala, you know, like. <laughs> but the coda, and this time it is a coda. Yeah. To the story is uh, <laughs> that uh, she, he just stood he, up. He rallied. Yeah. Yeah. He, he rallied. <laughs> he was like, you know what? I'm not as dead as you thought. By which I mean, he just stood up and left the restaurant. <laughs> My question to you is, and I and I, I really want to hear you on this. I'm curious. Why would he slump against the wall? <laughs> I had the same question. Slacken his jaw, fix his face in a rictus of death, and stay that way for a couple minutes. Why? Uh, well, you know, have you ever heard of people when they like they do these things on on Twitter or Instagram or whatever where they, they fake a heart attack to see what their dog will do? Yeah, like Death Rictus Friday or whatever. Yeah, like, they'll be like yeah, yeah. So like you you have like pizza in your hand and you're like grasp your chest and like make a, a troubled noise and then like collapse yeah. to see if your dog like tries to help you or just takes the pizza yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And uh, that is sick. Well, it's, not, it's not that sick. It's usually kind of funny uh, or heartwarming. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be one or the other. Either they're going for the pizza or they're going to be like, oh, no, are you all right? Mm-hmm. And you're going to be like, I'm mm-hmm. fine. You pet him. But uh, maybe he was just seeing what his wife would do. <laughs> yeah. He keeled over. She chose the pizza. Dude, he was taping the whole thing. It was for Twitter, you know? He did seem a little bit like he had a little wry smile as he left, yeah, yeah, I thought. Yeah, a, a little, uh, what we would call a, a, a blank eating grin, you know. <laughs> Cake eating grin. Yeah, he's a rascal. He was an old rascal. He was an old, you know? He was a non-eating grin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> a non-eating grin, that's right. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad, we were all glad he made it, though, you know, is the moral we of were that story. We, were, we were pulling we for him. We were pulling for him. We didn't, like, ask anyone to check on him no. or Anything like that, mm. I, I realize now in retrospect. Nor did we ourselves check on him. Right. Yeah, it was very much just a curiosity. No, no, but the thing is, I think 
had he been alone, yes, we would. One of us would have checked on him. I agree. The fact that the wife was right across. So let, let's let's do this for one minute, group hey, dynamic wise. Kristen, could you could you just yawn a little quieter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're killing the mood yourself now with all the loud yawning. Get all the yawns in now. <laughs> so, okay, all right. In our group, we're back to our old dynamic. Every time I think it's 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 one step healthier. forward, two steps yeah. back with yeah, KK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In our group, who would have been the first to go check on the guy? Oh, if I would have been him. over there if I would have thought yeah. he was. I saw him. I actually saw him blink after mm-hmm. I pointed him out, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, never mind." But yeah, he's good. But I kept it going because yeah. uh, it was an interesting it thing. It was a bit. Yeah, it was an interesting <laughs> thing. His his potential death was a bit. Yeah, it was. It was. It was a good <laughs> bit. So you would have gone over and checked. I think I'm pretty good in crisis, so I think I would have, whatever you would have decided needed to be done. You would have done it. I would have swung it into action. If, if, if he was vomiting, would you have rubbed his back? I would have rubbed and his back, and yeah. I would have cleaned it up, started the laundry, you know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or we would have sent KK over because she has uh, like 11 hour flight worth of experience of being next to someone true, who may or yeah. may not be dead. That's true. You handled that really well. I, yeah, that was Who was sitting next to her? Was it you, Ted? It was, it was KK. <laughs> for the record, it was it was forever and always. It was KK. It was my wife, and she did a fabulous job checking on this hundred-year-old Israeli lady to make sure she was still hats alive. off to you. Hats off. You know what? Little Yasser Har- Arafat uh, headgear that I purchased from a, uh, <laughs> from a, a street, street vendor. vendor. <laughs> off to you. That's right. Yeah. That's I, one- I, I got to tell you, I got a little. Uh, like a little Florence Nightingale effect. They're just watching her work, you know, like a, <laughs> the level of admiration and, and I'll just say it attraction, you know, it, it kind of elevated in, in my, in my mind. And, you know? and, and like the spark between you and your wife is mm-hmm. it's really died down in the years since as there's been it tonight, it almost came back, <laughs> but like, you know, you haven't been able to recapture that. <laughs> That's actually his love language. It's a rictus. Dude, see now, as radio men, we have a real dilemma right now. In that we were going to call this episode one thing, but I actually think rictus of death uh, yeah. has Ra- to be Radio this. Rajas is out. Radio rictus Rajas, of death rictus is, of in. Death is in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can call your, your joint memoir. Radio Rajas. You know, oh, Radio Rajas is Appendix B to next year's uh, like like annual report that you'll get if you are a pa- on the board. Yeah, if you're a, on the board of directors, now, which happens via Patreon. I would yeah. like to direct people's attention away from certain things. Okay. Much like we directed our attention away from that guy. Yeah. When we thought maybe he wasn't alive. That's right. And that is, I don't want people to consider. How many episodes of the Gut Check podcast have come out in the past yeah. three months? Don't think about the past. Think about the future. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yes. Right. Look forward Look with forward. us. Look forward. Be a forward-looking person, just like this company is forward-looking. You don't live your life yesterday. Nope. Nor do we. Or today. Yeah. Live it tomorrow with us. That's right. <laughs> live for us. You and your money. <laughs> yeah. Live for us. That's right. That's right. But yeah. listen, I also want to say... Mm-hmm. If you're currently sponsoring uh, one of Ted's other programs, mm-hmm. feel free to, to 
stop that and move it over to Gut Check. But if you're currently sponsoring my other program, I yeah. need the money for sound effects. Keep it there. Keep, so it, keep there. it there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're not trying to tell you what to do with your money. <laughs> Although that's what that sounded like. You know, you. No, yeah. That. Yeah. Well, it's it's mentoring. Yeah, it's mentoring. It's 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 like radio mentors. It's like we're financial planners. You know, like <laughs> in these topsy turvy times economically, you know, you need. Guys like us to give a little sound financial advice. If we were someone's financial planners, they'd be screwed. They really would. <laughs> they really, really would. Although I would say, as a as a company, we've you know, we've we've made our. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what. In the first uh, two and a half years, we made one point seven thousand dollars. Well, and they often say companies aren't profitable in the first couple of years. Yeah, but, but they were wrong. Yeah. Because we put nothing into it. Yeah, I like I like defying those expe- ex- expectations. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah, feels it feels good. good. It feels really good. I feel smug. Yes. I love feeling smug. Oh, dude. I know. Isn't it a great feeling? Dude. What can we do to feel more smug more often? <laughs> All right, everybody. This is a question for everybody, for the yeah. room. Ideas. On how to feel smug? Yeah, Things more smug. to feel smug about, how to feel smug. Well, I think wearing a mask is a good... Ooh. <laughs> this kind of thing has gotten us in trouble in the yeah, past. Yeah, we're going to so. lose some listeners over there. On your chin, the chin strap mask. Chin mask, yeah, yeah. you know, that's, that's, true. that's it, true. I think outside doing that is a yeah, good idea. I think so, too. I feel, like, I feel like the more you can, you know, sort of form short, pithy, but vacuous statements that seem deep, that's something to be smug about. Where would yeah, I? Really where would I form them? Well, like, you, you, you in you conversation. Form them in your mind, but then you could just sort of spew them out through social media. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. How about having that space is pretty crowded. Unnecessarily curated duck face pictures of yourself. Ah, uh, also That's a crowded space. Uh, oh, uh, once again, uh, sorry for the sound of the air conditioner. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Is it not much com- more comfortable in it here feels than it was really earlier? Good in here. Yeah. I like how. Let me just pay you a compliment. I like how committed you are to apologizing for the air conditioner. You know what? I I, I thank you for noticing and acknowledging <laughs> that. Yeah. I want to point out that Aaron's lashing is still yeah, hanging this, in there. This literally. thing has been, yeah, rock solid. <laughs> rock solid. We've got a lashing Hall of Fame candidate in our midst, and uh, this, this is going to go on the coffee do, table. But keep it up, kid. A little uh, challenged there. Uh, no, I know that you learned everything that you know about lashing from watching me. I want to talk about this. Like, I want to talk about what it's like to have two lashers in one family. <laughs> does it get competitive? Here's the get, thing. I mean, is it erotic ever? Like, does it just ratchet up? Kind of the, erotic lashing. <laughs> there is such a thing. That could be the sex yeah, book that, that, that our is company true. does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, forward by uh, Tim LaHaye. Yeah, that's right. The late Tim LaHaye. Isn't he dead? <laughs> we can pull it off. I don't know. That, that, gives a, that, gives a whole, that gives a whole new meaning to the term ghostwriting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if the money's right, you know. I'm... After you just talked about your integrity. Yeah, my rock solid integrity. <laughs> Feel if the money's right, get in touch with my agent. We'll work something out. Here's the thing, though. Remember when uh, Terry uh, told us that that you just you write the forward uh, uh, on behalf of someone else, right? You send it to them. You wait a certain like three days, two and, and a half minutes, yeah, and, and then you're like, oh, I can just run this. If mm-hmm. they don't respond, if they're dead, they can't respond. Mm-hmm. So you're gold. That's true. Hey, real question: Whatever happened to Terry? 
Uh, I'm going to find what out. Are, what are his whereabouts? I have the technology in the studio here. I bet he's still using the exact same picture he was 15 years ago. Back when you and I were going to writer's conferences, he was a rising star in the business, Zachary Bartles. I, I feel like he might have been more of a uh, bottom feeder, not riding, yeah. rising really. But uh, Well, there's a 2019 publication called 10 Publishing Myths by Terry Wayne. Mm. Forward by Jerry Jenkins. Okay. Wow. Oh, I doubt Jerry it. B. Jenkins, the godfather of Christian publishing? And I then, doubt if he wrote. In 2002, there was a Billy Graham biography. I wonder if that was authorized. And there's a forward by Louis Palau. I love that guy. 2005. Well, two hours ago, mm. two hours ago, he tweeted, how do you get your book reviewed? Get a free special report and teleseminar. All right, so he's doing the same thing. Yeah, still out there, still hustling. I wonder if he's still... Uh, <laughs> yep, there's, same there's our boy, hey, dude. I wonder if he's still telling people... Uh, I'll. Uh, oops, quiet, Google. <laughs> Shh, no one asked for information about Boise. Uh, I, f- I wonder if he's still telling people, oh, yeah, you know what? I think as an acquisitions editor, I would be interested in your project, but it's a co-pub and you have to pay for it. Right. Dude, run. I bet pants that guy and run or anybody who tells you that stuff. How many times a month do you have to tell somebody not to do that? I, I probably get emails every month where I have to say somebody will email me. Sometimes it's a former student, sometimes just somebody, and they'll be like, "Hey, such and such publisher offered to publish my book, but I have to pay twelve hundred dollars. Should I do it?" And, and then you have to crush their dream. I have to crush the dream. And it's a, it's a hard That's thing. That's a bad do. feeling. It is kind of bad, dude. I don't love it. And you know who puts you in that position is uh, gentlemen like this who go mm. around. Uh, that is true. Kind of like a, a hyena of the literary landscape, if you will. That's right. I will. Yeah. Um, how we get on? How we get on Terry? <laughs> what was the last thing we were talking about before that? Talking about being smug. But- yes. Things to be smug about and ways to be smug. Yeah. I don't know how we would have gotten to him. I don't know. I think because we were smug about him. My mind is sluggish with goat meat. How to be slug. It needs to be How to be slug. Sluggish. Sluggishly smug. Sluggishly smug. It's my memoir. There's a book. Sluggish? I'm doing it as a sluggish. co-pub. I have to pay $1,200. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Gut check could get into that racket we easily. Could. We could. People easily. have have asked like about our quote-unquote services. Yeah. And you know how I always answer? Mm. We only publish our own stuff for the most part. And don't go with anyone's services. That's right. If you're going to, you know, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. There is a wide divide between those people who are like, all right, I'll pay a Vanity Press or I'll pay a guy like this or I'll pay for something because I feel like you have to like, you know, climb the ladder, buy sure. your way in, whatever. Yeah. And, and they're trying really hard. And they're willing. And then people on the other side of things who are like, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna do everything myself. Nobody's reading this but me. They mm. don't know. They don't know what it should say. I do. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna have an editor look at it. I'm not gonna have a proofreader. This is perfect the way it is. It's, per- it's a beautiful, perfect thing. Mm. And once it gets out there, there's no stopping it. Yeah. This thing is gonna be huge. Yeah. Uh, and somewhere in the middle there is uh, a better approach. Mm. That's right. And who's doing? I don't have anything the- funny about it. That's who's doing the better approach. Yeah. <laughs> We. Well, I mean, the better approach being like working on your craft, querying agents, mm-hmm. uh, the whole like just doing it yeah. the the way that it's done. Right. Or, yeah, like if you're going to self-pub, doing it right. Like It's a long, slow slog, basically. 
We haven't talked about publishing much. We haven't. For a business. gut check press podcast. That's have we? right. No, we haven't. Yeah. <laughs> but we've talked an awful lot about goat meat. We have. Yeah. That's Fedoras. Been fun too. Who cares about raptures and embro? Embro. Remember that? No, what's that from? It was one of our one-star reviews, man. Utterly gar- utter, utter garbage or something. Remember? For the Rapture book? Nah, for our podcast. Oh. Because remember we were talking about Umbros? Umbros, yeah. And, and they said the Rapture's an Embro. I know. I haven't known a lot of people that care about Umbros. Um, uh, yeah, you're sitting with three of them right now. <laughs> I've told you the story. I know I have. And I'm not going to mention any names because for the life of me, I don't remember this gentleman's name. But um, I know I've told the story about... In our college yearbook. Oh, you didn't have to tell the story. I saw it in 1993, man. Yeah, right. Yeah, because your sister. Yeah. And the guy's wearing the kind of flouncy pair of umbros with nothing on underneath. And um, that's his fault. Oh yeah, well, sure. Yeah. But he was yeah. in the dorm, like wrestling with his buddies. He didn't think that he was gonna that that app was that. that... Gonna take a picture for the yearbook? I think it was a candid shot on like a page a candid of candid shot. shots. Yeah, it was. Um, and yet, that guy's famous for that. Yeah. You know? Uh, like the guy at the end of Teen Wolf, who just like unzips and just... During the uh, credit roll. Or what is that uh, that show with the kid who's like pointing at his crotch? Back to the Future Back 3. Do you guys ever see that? The weird thing? Doc Brown's son? I don't remember it. I've seen the movie. He's introducing Jules and Vern. Yeah. And if you watch the littler one, Vern, yeah. he makes this weird, like, punk rock sneer, like mm-hmm. like Billy Idol meets Sid Vicious. Yeah. Looks right at the camera, points <laughs> at his crotch, and then down at that level, beckons the viewer. No way. It is so off-putting and weird. Like, six or seven? That's bizarre, dude. And, and people were discussing this on Reddit and on IMDb and stuff, and people will always come to his, like, he probably had to pee or something. Yeah. But I don't know. The facial yeah, yeah, yeah. expression is a, is a bit more nefarious than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, will... yeah, that, that guy, the Umbros guy, that kid, uh, yeah. Teen Wolf, you know, there's yeah. a, there's yeah. a, that's how you feel smug. You're part of that. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of lots of people have seen my of... penis tier of people, you know. <laughs> I don't know if I'd feel smug about that. In no. fact, I know I wouldn't. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. Yeah, it's not a distinction either. that you put on. No, it isn't. Your Twitter bio or <laughs> Flex Three bio or <laughs> that would be an interesting Twitter bio. <laughs> KK and I saw a lot of penises this weekend. Yes, you did. Yes, they weren't. They fake were ones. actual. Yeah, fake fake they ones. were sculpted. Right. They were and... troubling, textured. Yes, apparently some of them were textured. We did not touch them. No. No. I didn't actually see them. Yeah. You didn't see any. You Even didn't notice. I pointed it out. I, I, I was like this. thinking about looking yeah. for penises. That was the first thing I saw. Mm. Wow. wow. We've hit our, uh, our maximum for the number of times we can say penis on the oh, pod. Shoot. It was a funny couple of minutes, really. But uh, yeah. Yeah. we don't want to call from standards and practices. That's, That's right. Yeah. Saying, how you doing? Are you okay? Yeah, the S&P index. Um, <clears throat> baby, anything else? <laughs> you gotta have more than that. This has really been lame so far. Hey, are there any more like lyrics of '80s songs that we can parse? Because I love Ooh, when we play music together. I, I, feel I like, like that too. Um, let's think here. I want to play a song for you. Okay, this is a song. I don't even know how it drifted through my transom, uh, but it did, and I've been listening to it. On repeat and loving it, really enjoying it. KK's not crazy about it, uh, but I am. I am mad about this song. I feel like it's 
It's up-tempo in the right ways. I think it's up-tempo in a way that you'll like. It's romantic. Like, it hits me at a, like, meeting and falling in love kind of strong feelings place. And I love the song. Would you like to listen to it with me and, and then give me your reaction? Yeah, you can tell, uh, you know, who to play it. Yeah. Alexa, play Yellow Card, Light Up the Sky. Have you heard of this? No. Yeah, let's just listen to it. No, we're not going to make fun of it because I love it. Oh. I want you to love it, too. I do like it. It sounds like right up my alley. Yeah. It's like a 90s pop dude, pop. dude, the chorus hits hard, dude. And the bridge. I'm a big bridge guy. Here comes the chorus. Oh, I do this one, yeah. Light it up for you. I would die for you. Yellow card. Huh? They had one other hit, uh, Ocean Avenue. Early 2000s. Sounds like uh, Good Charlotte yeah. or one of those. Yeah, I like, I like all that stuff. Yeah. Driving this music. does it for me. Yeah, it's a driving song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reminds me of a little bit of uh, Sum 41. Yeah. Remember them? Yeah. Big build here. Just one more chorus. Makes me want to do great things. Reminds me of being young with my lady. Whole world ahead of us, you know? Four-wheeling. Four, yeah, four-wheeling, getting lost, walking back by myself. Triumphant moments. Not knowing if I'm going to live or die. You know, real triumphant moments. And then I've got a 90s thing I want to run by you, too, song-wise. All right. Let's respond to that. What what how, what was your experience like with that song? Dude, that was a straight down the middle 
Pop punk, center cut, pop punk, good Blink time. Blink 182, yeah. freaking, yeah, that's, that kind of stuff uh, is basically, for me, if I'm in a bad mood, yeah. that'll, that'll, that'll fix help. it. Yeah. That'll help oh, get yeah. you to a better place. I want to ask you about a 90s artist that it was not cool for us to like oh, okay. in the 90s, uh-huh. but who I did kind of secretly like. One... Candlebox? No, not Candlebox. Um... One Richard Marks. Oh yeah, okay. Endless Summer Nights. That specific song? Well, all his whole catalog, but I love I that. I celebrate song. the entire catalog. I celebrate the entire catalog. I mean, as is a certain kind of like kind of tough guy in the nineties, it wasn't cool to like Richard Marks. Yeah. But I always really enjoyed the music. Yeah, like your See, mom liked Richard. So you're your a couple, mom music. Yeah. You're a couple years older than me, so um you must have been a little older. Yeah. When, like, like, I don't think I was yet the age where I worried about how what I listened to reflect. Like, yeah. when Richard Marks was out, I probably still was listening to my cassette tape of New Kids on the Block. Sure, sure. Right, sure. 91, 92. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was his biggest hit? I was going to confess with Brian Evans. I'll do it for you. No, yeah, it's Brian Evans. Right here waiting for you. Endless summer nights. Now and forever. Yeah, you were right. Yeah. Satisfied. Mm. Remember that one? How's it go? Hum a few bars. Alexa, please. play Satisfied by Richard Marks. I like how everyone's Alexa at home is doing that yeah. too. Oh, yeah. Dude. This is kind of his. Yeah. This is his foray into like up tempo pop. Yeah. yeah. He was like, I need a little slap bass. Yeah. And a little sloshy guitar. Yeah, yeah, a little slosh. Slosh it up, baby. Yeah. Listen to that lead line. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Dude, this sounds like a lot of CCM I listened to as well. He's letting his hair down. He's, He's letting that mullet hang yeah, down. Right. Yeah. He's flopping, flipping the mullet back and forth. Let's listen to the lyrics. We work our bodies gleaming to stay alive. What work context is he in? I think maybe... What kind of a job site is this? Maybe he works at, like, Planet Fitness or something. Yeah, exactly. Here comes. I do. Here comes the hook. I remember this coming out of my sister's bedroom a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He will not stop until he's satisfied. There's a little bit of a dirtbag element to this. Come to think of it. That's right. Yeah. Okay. The next, the next verse especially. Listen to the lyrics. Ignore the hesitation that ties your hands. Yeah, he is. Right. I won't let my moment of truth pass me by, by which I mean my chance to make out with you in this moment. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is dumb. It's very dumb. I do like Richard Marks, though. Alexa, stop. Yes! Yes! There's my boy. What is that book called? Tops and Pops 89. It's a saxophone sheet music book. I love this so much. I wish I had my saxophone here. We could make... 
radio history together. Do you need me to shine a light on it? Oh, no, I got it, baby. Okay. Is there a Richard Marks track that we could have Alexa play and you could play along with it? I don't know if it'd be in the same key, but we've got both Satisfied and Right Here Waiting for You. Let's do Right Here Waiting. That's one that people recognize. But before you do that, Zachary Bartles, KK has a question for you, a burning question. My question will come after this. Okay, great. I love I love how flexible you both are on this. Tops and pops. Baby, your saxophone looks really nice. I've got to tell you, it's a Yamaha. Like you- uh, I like the Yamaha. Yeah, that's a nice model. <laughs> All right, yeah. here we go. Here we Just go. Have here. some fun with it. Let me pull the lyrics up. I'll sing for you. Let's see what we can do, man. Yeah, this is this like, might this might be a real. This is like special music at church. Um, oh, it'll be special. Right here, waiting lyrics. Oh man, there's no tone. Bad. It sounds like no, a guy who played the saxophone a long time has no embouchure. Yeah, it it actually sounds great. Be there's, right. There's guitar chords here. Aaron, yeah. go get your guitar. Yes. 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 <laughs> this has to be its own app, maybe. Oh my gosh, dude. Oh, this is magic. This is radio magic. Radio history being made. All right, get, keep those keep those pipes yeah, warm, yeah, buddy. I could I could use another little something to drink. Um, what do you want? Uh. Here, let me let me walk over there. I'll... Oceans apart, day after day, and I slowly go insane. I hear your voice on the line, but it doesn't stop the pain. If I see you next to never. How can we say forever? Wherever you go, whatever you do, I will be right here waiting for you. Whatever it takes, or how my heart breaks, I will be right here waiting for you. Yes! Gut check, baby! Gut check. Gut check music, booby. Liner notes. That oh. was uh, that was Zach Bartles on the the saxophone, alto sax. Oh, wonderful. Aaron Bartles on the acoustic guitar. Oh, just beautiful. Couldn't be more beautiful. KK and Ted on the vocals. Ah, oh, I don't lovely. know if KK sang. I think she wasn't into it. Didn't no, sing no. at all. Yeah. No, I didn't. Did you? You were did, feeling it. I, I listened. Did you enjoy it? I did. Uh-huh. You know what? Well, I are, love that song. Obviously, we, we're like, all we just deep. Great homage to it. Yeah, deep admirers of that song. Shout out Dickie Marks. Wonderful job on right here waiting for you and your whole library. Now, Richard Marks, here's the thing. I think of Richard Marks, I think of two other people. Mm-hmm. I think Michael Bolton. Kenny G. And Kenny G, yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, Michael Bolton and Kenny G have both kind of had a little resurgence yeah. of like sort of self-aware, kind of jokey, but That's sometimes right. not. Uh, Kenny G played in that Kanye song, and it was yeah. actually super cool. And uh, Michael Bolton did like the Lonely Island thing. He was Island on the Lonely Island and, thing. Like, yeah, yeah, stuff. really like, funny. Yeah, and, and and he's like, okay, I get it. Yeah. It's a little bit of a joke, the kind of music I sang back in the 90s. How long till we get a little... Richard Marks? Yeah, a little ironic Dickie Marks experience. Is he too serious about himself? Or? Perhaps. I think he must be because he's clearly had like facial work done. Oh. I haven't seen him. Didn't we look him up a while ago? Look him up now. I'm going to look him up. Yeah, I feel like he's had some uh, carving done. <laughs> some, I... some carving? I love Endless Summer Nights. I remember how yeah. you loved me. Oh, yeah. 
Time was all we had until the day we said goodbye. Oh yeah, dude, that's that's from the same tape. I remember. He looks like Charlie Sheen moment. now. Yeah, he does. Yeah. There's and a, I, I, honestly, that's not a compliment. There's I mean, a skin yeah. ponytail back there somewhere, but you know, it's a little. Well, it's, looks like he's in a wind tunnel. You know, like <laughs> he keeps having. He's like just another millimeter, guys. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just tighten the C clamp a little bit there. Yeah. Um, but you know what? He made some great music. Mm-hmm. Did he write all that? If he wrote all that, good for him. Yeah. Hold on, it says right here, words and music by Richard Marks. Marks. He yeah. sold over 30 million albums worldwide. Dude, what Honestly, a career, seriously. Good for him, yeah. yeah. That's that's no joke. Yeah. No, He's probably isn't. still living in a Malibu mansion. That's right. He doesn't need to be ironic about his work because his work speaks for itself. We've sold all many, almost as many copies of Gut Check books, so we know what it yeah, feels like. we know what it's yeah. like. I yeah. mean, the 1.7 thousand in the first two years probably yeah. pales in comparison to there, what... There's a, there's a TikTok there with him and I assume his wife on oh, a boat. Oh, boy. He's on a boat. Actually, he's looking happy there and doesn't look... He doesn't look Good too... Good He doesn't look too... Well, I feel uh, like we saw some pictures where he looked really waxy. Wait a minute. He's hmm. married to Daisy Fuentes. What? Daisy Fuentes. Remind me who that is. I feel like she was on MTV when we were kids. Oh, cool. So it's like a power couple from the mm-hmm. 90s. I guess so. Industry couple. Late 80s, early 90s. I don't know. Maybe a password. You can I follow him on TikTok. Mm-hmm. I don't have TikTok because I respect myself, but mm-hmm. I, I mean, I guess I could <laughs> if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Ted, what would it take to get you on TikTok? Uh, a lot of money. <laughs> Remember when I tried so hard to get you on Twitter? I do. And, like, I got, like, hundreds of people to, like, hashtag it. And then you were like, I never agreed to this. And you didn't do it. No. But then, like, two years later, you did. Yeah. Under a nom de plume, as it were. Yeah. What was that again? Was that, like, the art of coaching? Art of something. Art of something. Art of something. It was the art of something. Yeah. Oh, gosh, man. I wish I knew a Shavu song on the saxophone. Oh, that'd be good. I wonder if there's such a songbook for for Caution to the Wind. Probably, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you know, I did play the saxophone on a couch song. Right? Was it was it the couch song, the one that we love and adore no, so no. much? No, this was a ballad. Okay, okay. It was a ballad. It was really bad. It was no, it was no. phoned in. Okay. I think the saxophone was the highlight of it, though. I'm not going to be yeah. shy. At that point, were you kind of winding down on couch creatively? It was. You it know, had... I think it was just that we thought we had to have a certain number of songs to make mm-hmm. our album, mm-hmm. and we didn't have enough. And AJ was always. Wooing some chick. Wooing. He was a big wooer. He, yeah. he had already recorded why. Why did you have to leave me? Yeah. How? What did I do to deserve this pain I feel inside? Torture. And he'd moved on. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't care why she had to leave him anymore. Right. And it was called uh, Lasting. Okay. Spoiler. Yeah. It was a very short lasting song. Right. But hey, whatever. Yeah. Was it instrumental? No, man. Well, it worked. Um... I bet I have it on my my computer. I'm surprised here. he had time to grieve a relationship. What with swim practice and play practice and all the other things he had going on in his life, the complex schedules. All right, here we go. Uh-huh. This is uh, it's a song called "Lasting." All right. And I'd like to hear your thoughts on the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Tell me if and when you want me to stop it. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's me on the bass there. Wow. I'm playing the. I said, don't play the bass part of the piano, mm-hmm. so I have something to do on the bass. Yeah. Dude, that's sultry. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? He's wait married now, so don't get... I can't wait. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, it's already sold me. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I saw you, I didn't have a clue. He didn't have a clue. 
back into the past. I know your love is strong and my love will last. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I have a question at this yeah. point. Did this have the intended effect on the girl that he was writing it for? I don't it, believe so, no. It didn't move the needle for her emotionally at all. No, I, I think, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't quite good enough. He, he threw it together on a fly. It's a song being written for you by a guy you don't like. It's like kind of the opposite effect. Yeah. Tough. In my life. Even a song is good. <laughs> well, when the horn comes in, it's a game changer. I'm waiting for the horn. It needs it. And in, my life, in his life, there's been so much pain. pain. <laughs> not true, guys. So not much true. pain. There's not been. By which I mean growing up incredibly privileged. <laughs> but she carries him in from the rain. Yeah. Yeah. I like the island guitar, though. Dude, the island guitar. This is very kind of tropical beats. Jimmy know? Buffett Mary meets Jimmy Buffett. Yeah, 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 that's right. Very Bob Marley yeah. influenced. I said the, the fact that the, the bass line is just that three note chord again and again is just <laughs> that's driving me nuts. Nothing says Here tropical. Yeah, there it is. There's the boy. Mm. Yeah, dude. This is where the girl starts to think. Maybe. You know, exactly. maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Not this AJ guy, but maybe yeah, the, yeah. the horn. Who's that guy? You know? Here comes. It's hard. Here comes a little sloshy guitar. And I know that if you <laughs> ever go away, if you ever go away, my love will never fade. Again, it faded and immediately. I yeah. <laughs> by, by my love will never fade, I mean by second semester, it will be gone. <laughs> it will be as though you never existed. This is the worst part. Listen. That's <laughs> so terrible. How did anyone let us do this? I'm was having a child like uh, abuse or. When I saw you. They were like 17. 16, 17. Yeah, something like that. We thought that the Listen, whole thing was it business was be idea. Rocket to the moon. What about some couch CDs for our Patreon supporters? Oh, absolutely, they get yeah, couch yeah. CDs. Do we still have them? Oh yeah, I got plenty. Uh huh. I probably have. I probably have maybe seventy left. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> Patreon gifts, I love it. We all had to buy our share. Yeah. Know? So everyone, even the lowest level Patreon, is still gonna get one of those. I mean, I we guess. It all out no, yet, yeah, we, we don't want to make any promises. Yeah. I know where they are. They're in my de my roll top desk. Oh, they're in the desk. When I underwater. saw you. Is it really wet? Though? Yeah. Oh no. I didn't have, have a, a clue. What's what's the other song in here that you would put as a, a top and pop of '89? Like that. Other than Richard Marks, what do we got there? The one that I said that you said you liked. Alf theme song. Alf theme song's good. Uh, also, Patience by Guns N' Roses yeah, is in there. That's Said woman, take it slow. Yeah. Things will be just fine. 
Yeah, that's really good. All we need is just a little patience. Well, buddy, that, that, that was a musical journey unlike oh, what man. we've taken in a while. Yeah. yeah. It really was. It was a musical experience. FYI, Ted is eating a piece of that uh, aforementioned, aforementioned pizza. cheap pizza. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> now there's there's precious little now. Uh, <laughs> I do love Little Caesars pizza when it's when it's new and it's hot. Yeah, and it's ready. Yeah, I love it when it's cold and it's late at night and I'm hungry still, <laughs> inexplicably hungry. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. going. I, I almost was like, oh, maybe I'll grab a piece. Then I was like, oh, wait, I just remember. Oh, wait, how I feel could like I? Puke. Yeah, yes, exactly. I won't puke, but I feel like I'm going to. Baby, we've done what we always do on this program, and that we've 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 explored <laughs> some saxophone. things. Yeah, we played the saxophone. We've <laughs> sung some Richard Marx. Um, <laughs> we've made beautiful radio music together here uh, on the air. And this has been a night of great radio, and uh, I, for one, want to I want to doff my my fedora to you Ooh. on uh, on that on that level, and um, I just want to say that we will see you <laughs> <laughs> next time. Wherever you go, whatever you do, I will be right here. For you, whatever it takes, or how my heart breaks, I will be right here waiting for you. Cut.